0: Yes, 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 I know by now. Yes, I can't get my numbers right. So this really is episode nine, no matter what that utter idiot says in about 30 seconds. Welcome back, everyone. I believe... If I've got my maths right, this is episode 11, but this is subject to change by the editorial team. But we are at, at a very interesting point in our run-through of uh, Secret of Castronegro with, of course, our, well, now sort of regular special guests from the Apocalypse Players, Dan and Joe, Dan and Dom, with, of course, Scott representing the Grizzly Peaks radio crew and every other Mythos-related podcast in the internet. So a quick recap the last session was interesting. I don't not a lot happened, but what did happen I think was fairly interesting because the doctor, Doctor Fleischman, who who is now what, the baron? A prince? What is he? A king? He doesn't know. What what
1: is he exactly? I think he's a duke or an
0: archduke or something. A duke, an archduke, that's it. Yes. Pretending to be the archduke. He got into a rather unfortunate situation of, of being knocked out and dosed by his own syringe whilst trying to incapacitate the local police, the local constabulary, Fred Garcia, Constable Fred Garcia. He is actually a constable which is weird because I didn't, I didn't think they had constables in, in America, but maybe they do or did. But anyway, Constable Fred Garcia, who didn't take too kindly to it and knocked his two front teeth out. So Dom, if if you're still up for the whistling speech, you don't have to. We don't need continuity. It, it's totally on you. I'll do my best. Uh, yes, but uh, Dr. Fleischman is missing his two front teeth. And Lionel Fish somehow managed to persuade Fred Garcia not to arrest the, the two of them and bang them up in Castronegro jail for, for an assault, but instead that any anything untoward that would happen to Dr. Fleischman could cause an international incident. So Fred Garcia being persuaded by this and, and realising... Perhaps there was more to this than met the eye. He, he went off to get a doctor. And when he came back with that doctor, well, that doctor turned out to be very tall, with jet black hair and piercing green eyes, and has suggested that the best place to treat Fleischmann would be up at the Casa de Diaz. And that is where we left those two.
2: And don't forget as well that I stuck about half an ounce of cocaine up the doctor's nose.
3: <laughs> yes,
0: I had forgotten that. This is a, an adults-only podcast episode. <laughs> bit like now. Yes, because effectively you roofied him, but with cocaine. Yes.
2: He roofied himself. I unroofied him with cocaine, please.
0: You unroofied him. (laughs) Correct. Meanwhile, Harlan, Jesse and Gilbert had absconded from the hotel when they heard the police car arriving and had slipped out the back and taken the horses up to the location in, in the hills to the south of Castronegro town, where that peculiar statue in the church bell tower had been pointing and when they got there they did in fact find some signs of malice and untoward behavior they found this strange obelisk that didn't seem particularly old it was covered in in various markings perhaps only one or two hundred years old but they did find the sad remains possibly not human remains but possessions of david lane some broken glasses what else
3: a pocket watch
0: A pocket watch with his initials engraved on them indeed And some rather odd footprints There were one set with the boot prints with the cross in the heel But the others were a bit more worrying Because they were bare feet But with exceptionally long toenails digging into the sand as if the toenails were curled all the way over the end of the toes one thing i forgot to say was we nearly had our first casualty and it wasn't one of the one of the investigators it would have would have been tragic more tragic i think than if any of them had died shatterhand had stepped into a bear trap and i think we were all holding our breath but thankfully the damage roll was low enough that shatterhand was able to be treated after his poor leg had been had been removed from the trap and he's he's limping but he's still he's okay i believe someone gave him first aid and bandaged up his bleeding leg. gilded yeah, yeah, but there were no broken bones, thankfully. And we ended with the group heading up a track towards where Shepherd's Barn is, the place of nightly mischief, apparently, according to the town drunk James Whitlock. And that is where we will rejoin the session. So, so yes, uh, Jesse, you're out in front. Maybe you're. I think you're walking alongside Shatterhand. You're not riding him anymore, I believe. Yeah, fair to say. So yes, you're you're leading the group up the track. Uh, Harlan, are you still riding Sally? The uh, well, Harlan and Gilbert, I suppose, together. <laughs> yeah,
3: the Palomino blonde. I think I take your advice on that one, Jesse. Do you want me to be an outrider, and the three of you hold the center? Yeah, that sounds about right. How, I mean, how far are we headed before we get somewhere? Are things in sight, or is it sort of we're we're following tracks off into
0: there? No, it's heavily wooded where you are, but you could estimate maybe half a mile, no more. Mm.
4: In that case, probably best to stick together until we're out in the open, at
3: least. So I think we've all dismounted. Can I just check about, did we find statues in the sand as
0: well? Oh yes, you did, you did. Disturbingly. You found a few of those peculiar, certainly not... Not indigenous art to the area. These peculiar statues buried in the sand—the want the same ones that that you found in the tomb—that look more Southeast Asian in nature.
3: I mean, distressing, but I'm going to take them with me. Mm. But I'm going to pass one at this stage. I'm going to I'm going to pass one to Gray and say, "What do you make of that, Doc?"
5: It's not really my area, to be honest. Archaeology and anthropology—not uh, your strong suit. No, not so much. Fine. I guess we'll have to ask Fleischmann. I'm loathe to ask him anything. Damn it, we
3: could really do with him here right now. You think? They'll probably be hard on our heels. I hope not. Uh, well, no, I mean, not literally. I do cast a, I cast a look back behind. We're not being followed, are we? Not that you're aware of, no. Uh, how do you want to play this, Jesse? You want to stick with us, or you want to go- sneak ahead? No, no, I, I ain't in no...
4: Uh, hand. ain't no space to, uh, to to streak ahead, so I think we stick together suddenly to what
5: out of the trees, and then uh, we see where we go from there. It's good with me. I'm not too concerned about uh, the, uh, the man, um, what's his name, James? No. Whitlock. Yeah, Whitlock. Whitlock suggested the barn was used for strange activities after dark. Uh, he didn't say there was anything to be worried about during the day. I Well, exactly. But it might be best to, uh,
4: I mean, we having a look there during the day, we might yield some uh, evidence without being in danger, you know?
5: Exactly. Proceed with caution, but... Yeah. We'd only be overly cautious.
0: All right. Always a good thing to say when you're a Call of Cthulhu investigator, I, I think. Always, always a good thing to say. And actually, I, I think I will allow everyone to make a luck refresh as well. Ooh. So everyone can make a everyone can make a luck roll and see whether they can improve their dwindling. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, that's two. Ooh, yeah. Oh wait, what am I doing? That looks like a third, unless Dom's got some insanely high luck score. You've all actually got reasonable luck. I perhaps should have... Yeah. Well, that's my thing. Right you get a D10, right? Should have been a bit meaner with you. Yeah, get a D- so everyone's. Uh, I think everyone's failed so far. Hold on, just finding me luck. So 91 on a 60. My luck's back up to 60. That's fantastic. Yeah, look at that.
2: Yeah, mine's up to 67 now.
0: Okay, I'm going to have to try and make you use it. Okay, so given that... You're fully, you're off the horses and you're walking alongside them. After about 10 minutes, the forest clears a bit. And just as you're emerging, you see another bear trap, not very well disguised in the middle of the path. Mm. Very easy to just avoid it, unless you want to take it with you or something. Now you're asking. I don't know why I'm giving you ideas. Now you've
4: given us that idea. I mean, how easy do these things look to sort of uh, close mechanically and just hang off the back of a saddle?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, as long as you don't set them off, they're easy to unhook the trigger mechanism and close them up again. I think I say, uh, hey, hey,
4: you all seen that? Uh, Hold on, I hop off uh, Shat Hand I say... Uh, a yeah, good spot. Yeah. You never know, these things could come in handy. Uh, there's been people snooping around. I was sleeping in the stables the other night, last night, in fact, and uh, I heard footsteps running away as I woke up. There's people peering in through our windows, people taking pot shots at us. We might need a little uh, trap of our own, you know? And I'd like to approach and just try to close it or set it off.
5: I like your style, Jesse. You got bright eyes, brown, burning. Thanks very much, boss. I'm not an outdoorsman. I don't know too much about, uh, you know, fur trapping or hunting. But is it usual to leave a bear trap in the middle of a path where people would pass on horseback? Surely it would be. I know one thing about bears, and it's that they shit in the woods. Do they? Presumably they spend most of their time in the woods, not walking up and down these paths. My question is, is this laid for a bear or for a man?
3: Well, you know what they say. Would that be a natural world? You know what they say? Oh, yeah. The Pope shit's in the woods, too. My God. My God. I've never been much of a religion. I have a little look around to see if there's any tracks. I'm looking for that cross heel, particularly. See if there's any holy water. Yeah, you can make a spot hidden roll, Sure. I went for my dice, classic. Uh, mm, the old instincts die hard. Yeah. Hi. Mm-hmm.
0: As Jesse is kind of closing up the trap, it definitely says bear trap on the side, not man trap. TM, bear trap. Okay. Yeah.
4: Acme, bear trap. Acme, bear trap. Someone's crossed it out.
5: Yeah, nice. <laughs> Could I do. I, well, I shouldn't ask you what role I want to do, but is there a way i Might I know whether these woods are populated with the sort of bears that might be trapped for fur or or otherwise?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that would be a natural world role, or it would be a hard education role. I will go for natural. My natural world is good. I'm really sorry. I always forget. Is it the purple one or the green one, which is... It's the green one. Green one, which is just right. Oh, goodness me. Extreme. Oh. Extreme. Well, you're absolutely certain that there are no bears this far south. The landscape is too arid, but there would be mountain lions, and a bear trap, of course, would be equally useful for a mountain lion. Sure. Mm. However, Harlan, you don't see any any tracks here.
3: I missed that 65 on a 60.
0: Mm. Well, I mean, unless you want to spend some of your newly minted luck on that.
3: I was tempted, well, but I think I um, I think I just I whisper to Jesse and I see... You get in any of those tracks, particularly that heel boot with the crucifix?
4: Oh, yeah. Can I do a track roll?
3: Yeah, sure. It's just a cross. It's not a crucifix. Don't know why I said that. <laughs>
0: oh. Oh, hello. I... Uh-huh. Jesse, your senses have been sharpened by the danger, I think, that you feel all around you. And you brush aside some fallen branches of a pine tree, and there you see the clear imprint of a, of a boot with the cross heel, and... It's heading in the direction that you're going towards Shepherd's Barn. Right. Yeah, yeah.
4: Right here, boss. Right here. Same as we had around the obelisk. And same as in that garden back in uh, old Salt Lake, silver, Sabukan city. Yeah. Looks like it's headed our way, too.
3: They persuade that fella to leave his uh, room. Yeah. Lure
4: him out. Tire tracks take him away.
3: Why him? must be something he was looking into unless he goes with him willingly but then gets used for something I don't like it used for what hmm. quite I don't know all right let's keep moving keep our, keep our eyes peeled
0: how fresh did the uh, did the track did the footprint look Jesse well with that extreme roll they're at least a couple of days old but no more no more than a week I'd say uh, no more than a week uh, at least a couple of weeks
5: old no more nor less so it's not I'm uh, just checking that this this wasn't a footprint that's been left twenty minutes ago. No, fine. Absolutely not. That's a relief. I say, Hey, Jesse, show me your boot. Hey,
4: what is this, boss? Am I am I a suspect now or what?
3: Just show me your boot. God damn it, just show me your boot.
5: You make a good point. I think I want to see your boot, Blake.
3: All right. Okay. All right, you too. You too. Look at my boot, and I cock my leg up, like I'm in the. It's like I'm in the talkies and I'm kissing someone.
0: Not so like, hello, sailor. Do you have a, ni- a sort of come-to-bed eyes while you're doing this? Well,
3: I'm looking away. I'm not looking at the gentleman while I do this. Maybe I look. I look at the. I look at Shatterhand for courage. That would be weird. Inadvertently pouts. Yeah, look at Shatterhand, and that's fine. Any patterns on your shoe then? Remind me. I've got nothing on it, right? No, <laughs>
0: no. Although I am tempted to make you make luck rolls to see if any of you accidentally bought a pair of boots with a cross on the heel.
3: What I'm saying is, I'm happy to make that luck roll
4: should have never stopped in that seminary gift shop. Yeah. Uh, here we go.
3: <laughs> what I'm saying is, it's damn unusual, right? I don't, I don't know a man who's got a print on his boot. That's the kind of mark you leave on a cow. Listen. Yeah. Am I totally crazy in suggesting that this guy's either some kind of religious religious nutjob, or he's real, real old-fashioned?
4: I'd say that sounds fair enough to me as a character assessment. Great. Uh, what do you think, Teach?
5: Yeah, it's certainly unusual. I've... Never spent too much time studying people's attire or dress sense, but sure, it seems unusual. What are you saying?
0: I don't know. You don't spend much time looking at a man's soul.
5: That's for sure. I don't believe he has one. You know, we told you what's going on in that church. You know, I'm not a religious man, but nor is he, the priest in that church. So I'd say that throws your theory about religious types being mixed up in this. I I don't think that holds water. Us. we don't know which way up the cross is.
3: That's kind of my point. It's not so much that I think he's a faithful Christian, professor. It's that, uh, I don't know, I'm suspicious. There's a lot of history here, right? What was that, that constable was talking, or the man, the man in the car, it wasn't the constable, the man in the car was talking, and he was saying it's real old conquistador types around this part, right? Oh, I see. Yeah. The name Diaz sure as heck isn't, uh, Native American. No, no. There's definitely a... What if they're holding on to something real tight from the old days? And it all
5: goes right down to their markings, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. That's just a theory. Most things come down to money. If there's some, uh, you know, conquistador gold hidden up here, i uh, got to be honest, I wouldn't mind laying my hands on it. I say we keep on moving.
0: <laughs> so, and indeed you do keep moving forwards. As you emerge from the wooded area... And you see, not too far away, at the end of the track, a run-down, almost tumble-down barn, actually. Up ahead, it's it's all the remains of a deserted farm. You can see that there's the ruins of other buildings around, but the barn is all that is left. It's a, an old grey stone building. And I will move you to the map. Oh, hello. We have a map, yes. You know you're back on the the plot rails when, the, when when you get a new map yeah, yeah. and the track leads up to heavy padlock barn doors in contrast to the aged and almost ruined nature of the area, the padlock looks relatively new, it's not rusted it's, it looks like it's quite new Yeah.
4: What do you guys say? Just in case there's anyone inside, I doubt it but we may as well make ourselves known before we uh, try and get inside, just in case You want me to do a perimeter while someone knocks and sees if there's any response?
3: My instinct is do the perimeter, then knock. Yeah, fair. You happy with that, Grey? That
4: sounds wise. But I'm happy to leave old Shatterhand there, sort of, and uh, just sneak around the edges, make sure I can't hear anything through,
0: I don't know, what sort of role that would be, stealth or listen or, well, whatever you like. I'll tell you what, if anyone has natural world... I do... You can either make a natural world, or anyone can make an education role, but they'd need a hard success. Well. Oh, oh lovely. So Gilbert, yes. You've got a high natural world. Well, I'm a scientist. Hmm, indeed. Something that's very obvious to your trained eye is that it seems like there's almost like a, a radius of diseased and dead plants around the barn.
5: Just like around the
0: statue. Mm, probably about twenty feet, emanating twenty feet from the perimeter. All the plants are dried up and brown, and those that are still alive look stunted and twisted.
4: Oh dear! Similarly to the sort of circle around the obelisk.
3: Exactly. I rolled a seven out of ten, so I turn to Gray and I say, "Jesus Christ! It's a color out of space. Let's get the fuck out of here." The what? Holy shit! But I did roll. I did roll a seven out of ten, so I. He did. I follow Grey's eye and I see what he's looking at and my whole being strains to understand it and I begin to understand what he's looking at.
0: I'll say with that... Absurdity. Given the unlikeliness of you passing a natural world role and the fact that you did, you do feel almost like this slight feeling of nausea come over you as you're looking at it, as if there's something unnatural and wrong about it. I mean, obviously we've all seen overgrown and... and dead plants in an unkept garden but this isn't that. This is something almost like something is poisoning the earth around the barn as you look at it. Yeah, yeah you see what I see, Blake. Yeah.
5: Poisoned land. I don't know how they've done it why.
3: It looks like it might be a poisoned barn then. Things don't come here to live.
5: I imagine they're probably brewing some sort of chemical in there. Some kind of Fungicide or herbicide, something side, insecticide, aside. As you know, I'm a chemist.
0: Or possibly homicide, but regicide. Jesse, you're 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 circling the barn at this point, and you can make a listen roll and a spot hidden roll to see whether you can gain any information. All right, I'll go for listen first. Come on, come
4: on, you listeners. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, ouch.
0: And a spot hidden, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. we'll have the spot hidden as well, and we'll, then we'll decide what happens.
3: Oh, that's kind of the worst combination, isn't it?
0: That is, because, yes, well, well, you fumbled your listen roll, didn't you, Dannon? Yeah, but you passed your spot hidden roll, so clearly you, you've seen what you need to see, Yes, what you see is Surrounding the barn are more footprints Including the cross-heeled one Some leading up to the padlocked gate Others just kind of circling around In the dead zone, let's call yeah. it And then you fumbled your listen roll And what you hear Is this distant flute music oh Christ And My one weakness You feel this irresistible urge To hear it better and you know it's coming from inside the barn yeah you need to hear this music it's it's the most yeah oh my ...entrancing God. and yeah
4: the toe tapping real and in fact looking again at these footsteps they were clearly doing a Kaylee that just spilled out over the this is some sort of barn dance scenario and the the flute player's still going ah oh, yeah this brings me back to my childhood yeah i mean i think i attempt to get in by whatever the quickest way there is i need to get in look in see this exceptional musician for myself
0: So making no attempt to be discreet or careful, you come round the side of the barn I'll let Harlan and Gilbert both make psychology rolls as they see you coming round the side of the barn Now that's a scenario with a Kaylee out of
3: space Oh, I picked up my dice again in, in anxiety <laughs> As
1: a Thoth's barn dance
3: And as as uh, Scott is messaging us the Kaylee out of space and um, it's totally distracted me I've got to roll my dice on the machine uh, what was it again? Spot hidden.
0: No, psychology.
3: Oh, psychology! Oh, darn it. Um, yes. Yeah. Oh, actually, my psychology is pretty good. Okay, no, let's give it. A, let's give it a go. No, oh,
0: no. Jesse just seems very focused. That's all.
3: Is this a passive role, Andy? Is this a passive, or is it the kind of thing that I could?
0: I'm tempted to say yes because it's almost like that's what it feels like. Do you notice whether he's acting oddly or not? And uh, yeah, let's let's call it a yeah, that I won't let you push or, or spend luck on yeah. that. Just just it was observational. And Jesse comes round the side of the barn and goes straight up to the padlocked barn doors. And yeah, you're going to just try and get through them somehow, Jesse. Yeah, totally. You you are in control of yourself, but you you want to get inside this barn. So you look at the padlock, and it, it's big and very uh, looks very strong. Yeah. How would you try and get through this?
4: Well, I think yeah, I'm not I'm not mad. Obviously, I just want to get into the the music. So uh, you know, I, I think I, I turn to the uh, the others within my yes. Am I in second circle? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I turn to the others and I say, uh, hey, you hear that? The, the musician's obviously trapped inside or something. I don't know who's put these things on. And I, I shake
5: the uh, the padlock a bit. Who the Musician? I, uh, what are you talking about? Can
0: we hear anything? That is a good question. I mean, I think I know the answer. But... Yeah. When Jesse mentions the sound of a musician, yeah, you can both make listen rolls. I'd, I'd love it if one, another one of you fumbled, but... I'm sure you would. I'm <laughs> afraid not. So it's a disappoint. Oh, well, that's, a, that's a pass. Okay, well, Harlan... It's a pretty good fail. Yeah, you can't hear anything, but Gilbert. Yes, you you strain your ears, and you can faintly hear this flute music coming from somewhere.
5: I can't. I can hear it, but I'm not sure if it's from in, inside the barn. And anyway, if, if if it is, maybe it's some kind of ceremony. Or uh, I don't think we should interrupt it. Whoa!
3: What the heck? I can't hear nothing, Jesse. This m- music. It's it's quite soft. All
4: right. Is my urge still to get inside? Mm. To- oh yeah. Mm. So I think I, I, think I for once disregard Harlan's advice, and I just say, uh, no, 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 no. We should, we should let them know we're here. They'll be friends. Or no one can play music that well without being a good guy. And I, I sort of hammer on the door.
5: Jesse, come on. At least we should just take, a, take a look through
4: the
3: crack in the door. On. Or... If it's all right with you, I'm now I am going to push that psychology roll. If that's all right with you.
0: Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now that you're seeing him acting strangely. Going
3: crazy. Now does roll twenty help us with a push? It doesn't, does it? So I just roll it again, and you. Do the math.
0: Yeah, it's it's just a, a re-roll. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, Oof, oof. That would have been a good failed push roll, I think.
3: Yeah, yeah. Forty-one on a fifty—a
0: catastrophic.
3: Could have gone very badly for everyone, but still good guys.
0: But fortunately for you, and unfortunately for me and the listeners, you did pass. <laughs> so honest, you did, you did pass your your push psychology roll, and and yeah, you know Jesse pretty well by now. He is not. He is a careful man. He, he is a cautious man sometimes, you, you would say. This is this is very out of character. And Jesse, I, you're, you're banging on, on the barn doors and the, the doors are rattling and you're kind of perhaps trying to pull at the padlock as well. and Yeah,
4: saying, hey, play over the ocean. It's my favourite. I'll be in in a second.
3: I'm going to dash over to him. I mean, I imagine it's only sort of ten yards, but it's been the distance. It's been the distance that stopped us from... Being able to sort of do that I'll stop immediately and I, I couldn't me so but I'll I'll rush over to him. And I'll grab him by the crook of the elbow and I'll say, Hey, 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 Jesse, you're riding too fast.
4: I assume he's getting us into a four square sort of dancing formation, so I, I allow him to hook me under the elbow and I just swing round and a sort of <laughs> and I, I hold out my other elbow for Gilbert to take.
3: What the hell are you doing? This this ain't no time for a si do. Get away from there. It's so persuasive that instinctively I just pick up the steps just for a couple of seconds. And we're sort of spinning in front of the duel. And I say, Jesus Christ, it's like, what would you do if you failed a sanity check? You don't want to know. It's like, God's sake, McAleer, pull it together. You haven't failed a sand check. Hey, <laughs> you don't mean McAleer? Yeah, I mean it. Chance to McAleer, come on. Don't give him this, don't give him this ammunition. He's ruthless, he's old school, he's OSR. He's over thirty-five by some way. You're right, Chance. You're right. I mean, Blake. I don't know how many years, but look at the look at his eyes. Look at look at those steel blue man trap eyes. They've seen so much. He's seen stuff. He's seen stuff. Don't look at Scott. Don't look at Scott. For God's sake, don't look at Scott. Don't stare into the darkness.
2: I get that a lot. No,
3: no. Pull away from those eyes.
0: Jesse, I will allow you a power roll to see whether this this intervention allows you, Thank you. to snap out of your fugue state.
1: And realise you're in a game.
4: <laughs> Leave the matrix. Power. There we go. <laughs> oh, fuck my life. What is the point? Oh, that's spectacular.
0: I think that's, that's a you, Joseph chance. Amazing. Okay, that's your second fumble in a row, is it? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Holy shit. All right, you fumbled your power to snap. Okay, right, nothing's stopping you now. You're going to just try and rip this lock off the door just using brute strength.
4: Yeah. I think I say, Hey, Harlan, don't talk to me about this Macaleer fellow or this chance fellow, I never met them in my life.
3: This is not that's not what I was saying. That's not what I said. What are you talking about?
4: What did you say? I wasn't listening. I said, For God's sake, this isn't how we play this. And I I jam my rifle into the chain and I try and lever it against the door to like to snap the chain.
0: With your loaded rifle?
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> God. Yeah, so you're holding it. Are you holding it by the stock or by... Are you jamming the the, the barrel in? Yeah, I hold the stock
4: and push the barrel down and push the barrel towards the door. Oh, this
0: could really fuck your shotgun up, couldn't it? I suppose. Yeah. All right, so you ram the barrel into the loop that's holding the, the padlock in and you brace it against the door and you just give it an almighty heave. Can I try and stop him? Yeah. Was it too late? Please do. Well, I
3: mean, it is shocking and, like, he has fumbled and I think maybe I'm just... Maybe I'm frozen in horror. Yeah.
0: I'll tell you what, I'll let you make a dex roll off to see whether you can, because this is unexpected, whether you can react quicker than he can. So shall I roll? Yeah, you both just roll dex.
5: I'm just hiding around the corner, by the way, at this point. I've snuck off and I'm hiding around
0: the corner. Well, you both failed, so I'll say that that that's just a sort of as-is. You're going to get a chance to act after he rams the...
3: It's beautiful. I don't get to stop it. I think I'm so thrown by the dance and the fact that he wasn't listening to anything I was saying. It was almost like he didn't understand me. or Like (laughs) like the words meant something else to him.
0: Yeah. So, Jesse, yes, you ram the barrel in and grabbing the stop. You put your knee up against... Let's hope it doesn't go off with your knee position right below it as you're pulling... That's hope, eh? <laughs> with all your strength. If you fumble this. And I'd like you to make a strength roll. Yeah, classic. It's going to be opposed against the strength of the of the lock. Another fumble would be fun, wouldn't it?
3: Oh, Ooh, my. it's a critical success. It's a one. It's a one. What is going on? Jesse Brown. It's all about Jesse Brown.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm not even going to roll with that. Critical success. So it pops off like it was just dry twigs holding the lock. Together, and with this shearing, splintering noise, the padlock just snaps, and the doors just swing open with a groaning sound as you stagger backwards, having probably broken it far easier than you thought it would break. And perhaps you stumble back and fall into Harlan's. You stumble backwards and bump into Harlan as he's trying to react. Yeah.
3: Oh, that. Hey, Jesus. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. God Almighty, what did you have for breakfast? Weedabix, I thought.
4: I mean, I, I've not actually lost sanity, so at this point, is it fair to say that my desire to...
0: Yeah, I would say at this point, perhaps the extremeness of everything that's just happened, you you shake yourself down and... Yeah. And you can't hear the flute music anymore at this point once the doors come bursting open. And, and that's perhaps what brings you back to some sort of sense.
4: Yeah, boss, boss, I'm sorry. I just, I could hear this music. I needed to get in there. It's all
3: right, it's all right. shh, shh, shh just quiet now.
4: Okay, okay.
3: My hand's on my gun. In fact, actually, I think my gun is out. And I've I've got my other hand up, but I'm not... My anger has passed, and I'm just looking at the doors to see if anything's going to come out. Thank fuck.
4: I think I see him level his gun, and I, I act the same, and I reverse my rifle and hold it at the ready.
0: And as the doors swing open, the barn inside is dark and still. There's no sound coming from in within. There's no movement. The only light coming into the barn is through the doors that you've just opened up. And I'd just like to comment at this point, the high quality of second edition art, if we look at that incredible drawing (laughs) of the interior of the park. That's always remarkable. Oh, fantastic.
5: Cubist illustration. That makes me feel better about my broccoli trees that I drew you guys for Night of the Hogman that you all made fun of.
2: The little trees.
5: Yeah.
0: It really looks like someone drew that with their eyes shut. Yeah. A child drew it with their eyes shut.
2: It looks like they drew it on lined paper.
3: Yeah. There's a grid. Yeah. yeah. So is that like a group of tents?
0: Well, no. <laughs> so I'll describe some scraps of paper on the floor. And when you, inside the, the barn is empty, except for a pile of crates in the east corner, the ground is covered with rotted straw and there are no animal stalls. There's perhaps the remnants of maybe some pilings or wooden separators, but it looks like where the animal stalls would have been, the wood's all been removed from there. Yeah.
4: I okay. think I'm aware I've made too much noise already, so I defer and sort of hold back let Harlan and maybe Gilbert as well take the
3: lead. I do say to you though, Gray heard something too. It's alright. Huh. So there is a flautist in here. Flautists Why did it have to be flautists? I hate Flautists. I'll i I'll go in. I've got the gun out, and I'm I'm expecting to be jumped by someone from behind crates, even though that's unlikely. But I'm also going to be looking at the floor to see if there's any sort of blood trails or anything like that. I'm I'm trying to find basically where someone might have killed someone and then
0: taken the body out. So as you carefully edge your way around, there's a gap between the crates that allows you to move to the east side of the barn. And as you, with your gun... Held in your perhaps slightly trembling hand as you walk forward, expecting to be jumped at any minute. You're yeah, nervous. You don't sense or that there's anyone there. There's no movement. There's no there's no disturbance in the air or sound of breathing or anything like that. But you do see something interesting piled up behind the crates on the eastern side. Are six neatly folded, I suppose, items of clothing, black, and next to them are three silver-coloured sickles and three more of these pagan oriental statuettes. <clears throat> and to the right-hand side, as you look down, one of the crates has obviously been shifted in the dirt, and you see the edge of a trapdoor in the floor of the barn. And I think we will cut over at this point oh. <laughs> to our other friends. Okay. So... Fleshmen and Fish together again. And you have just been invited by a kindly and not at all creepy, very tall, dark-haired, green-eyed doctor to be attended to up at Casa de Diaz. And the constable is still standing at the doorway with the shotgun in his hand. and He's just resting the shotgun on, on the ground, holding it by the barrel. And the doctor says, I am terribly rude. I did not introduce myself. I am Dr. Vieja Pereira, and he reaches out his hand to shake.
2: I'll hesitantly shake
0: it. He has a slightly damp grip. His hand maybe has a little thin sheen of sweat on it as he shakes your hand.
1: You will have to forgive me if I do not shake your hands, only uh, (laughs) I have been advised by my... uh... Advises that uh, it is not becoming for someone of my status to have physical interaction with anybody, poisons and so on. You know, I, I, I suppose that it is your
0: choice whether you touch another man or not.
1: Very modern of you.
0: <laughs> or woman either. Now, will you accompany me now? I, I sense uh, that you are not well in ways that maybe even I cannot
1: discern at the moment. Well, I would have to insist on seeing your full qualifications if I was was to submit myself for any kind of medical assessment. He says,
0: oh, that is an unusual request. Uh, I am sure I can get my uh, assistant to, to send my papers up to the casa when we arrive.
1: Ah, yeah. Forgive me, I uh, unfortunately have to follow all kinds of protocols. As an (laughs) Archduke, I say, looking at Lionfish.
2: Yeah, yeah, Archduke, Archduke.
1: The whole time I'm talking, I'm obviously chewing
0: violently with my mouth. It is understandable. In this country, they do not understand the nature of European bloodlines. Now, will you accompany me?
2: Uh, Yeah, yeah, Doc, just one little thing before we go. You said you want to take the Archduke up here to the Casa del Diaz for a medical assessment? Don't you have a a surgery in town? Why are we going all the way up there?
0: I have a simple office in town. uh, But Bernardo, he has uh, much equipment there of medical nature. They have a large family, I... Have to attend to them on many occasions, you see. Does one of them have a chronic illness? Well, sometimes. We have to treat uh, whatever comes up, yes? So they sometimes have a chronic illness? As I said, Archduke, I did not catch your name, Archduke.
2: We just go by the Archduke's title here as a matter of respect.
0: Uh, maybe I should call you Your Excellency, then. Your Excellency, as I say, they are a large family and somewhat, well, genetically predisposed to illnesses of, of certain kinds. And uh, it is my job to treat them in in the comfort of their own domicile. Uh, you understand?
2: I think I do, because it does seem like... There aren't that many families in town. I mean, I mean, I guess everyone's related to everyone else. I mean, that, that's got to cause all sorts of problems with... What do you say about inherited... Syphilis? <laughs> that too. Inherited conditions. I'm sure the Archduke here could say the same things about the uh, the crowned heads of Europe. But yeah, here, I don't know. I mean, oh,
1: yeah, we have a whole list. Haemophilia, syphilis... You name it, we've all got it. <laughs> uh, I got lucky with the jawline, but <laughs> not all of us. You should see my aunt, Gertrude. No chin at all. <laughs> <laughs> no chin at all. Neck and lips, like the top of a walking stick.
0: Uh, Senor Fischer, I do not wish to, to be alarmed. This is... This is how I would treat any respectable visitor to, to the town of Negro. Uh, y- yes, the, there is no need for concern. Now, my uh,
1: buggy is outside. We... I leap to my feet. Your what? Oh, for fuck's sake. I have a buggy. What? What is a buggy?
0: Well, uh, a horse-drawn carriage. Or you understand the type. Uh, I am sure when you see it.
1: I'm not sure
0: I've ever been in a buggy before. It would take us up to the Casa in maybe half an hour or something something like that. No. Would you care to come with
2: You sure you want to travel by buggy? Archduke? Do, do you want to hold out for something with an engine in it?
1: Oh yeah, ja, if you have something with an engine, that would be Wunderbar. You
2: understand, I'll say, looking at the Doctor. You understand how it is with these aristocratic types. He's got very particular requirements. He only travels in vehicles with engines.
1: At very high speeds.
0: I am terribly sorry, Archduke. Uh, I do not have a motorized vehicle for you. Not...
2: Then I suppose we, we ain't going... We we can't we can't go there if there isn't going to be a vehicle with an engine.
1: This is
0: highly peculiar.
1: I say one moment one moment, please. I I just need to speak privately with my lawyer for a moment.
2: Oh yeah, I'm your lawyer, that's right. Yeah, I've forgotten that.
1: Yeah. I say t- take him to the corner of the room and I say, Do you not think that I might be able to sit in the buggy for a minute if we don't go anywhere? Just so I can say that I have Doc,
2: if, if you sit in the buggy, I'm pretty sure they're just going to take us straight up to the casa, And whatever's up there, whatever's waiting for us up there, I don't think it's going to be good. Are you, you ready for this? I mean, you do seem to be in a, a
1: delicate state. Yeah, but it's the name, buggy. I do not th- think I have sat in one before. Have you ever sat in a buggy?
2: Yeah, it, it was it was real disappointing. I don't know. I just sat in it for a couple of minutes, and at the end, I wished I hadn't. What's it similar to? I don't know. It's it's like sitting in a box, a really boring box with no engine.
5: Mm,
1: Like a
2: carriage? Yeah, I guess so. Something like that, but just not as good. Mm.
1: I nod, and I, I turn back to the doctor and say, We have discussed your proposal, and we have decided that... The buggy would be too similar to a carriage, which I have been in, and so we will need something more bespoke. (laughs) I sit back down.
0: Mm. Well, if that is your decision, who am I to argue? I will arrange for a motor vehicle to take us up to the casa, and I will return presently. Very good. And he turns on his heel, and he nods at... At Garcia and says, Vamanos. And Garcia just kind of straightens himself up as he was slouching against the wall and they, and they leave you and close the door.
1: Fantastic! We have secured a motor vehicle!
2: Doc, Doc, why don't we just get out of here? We can find, I don't know, the fastest car in town, and, yeah, maybe just get the hell out of here before they take us up to that casa. You know, the one where we were told all the bad things happen. Because, I don't know about you, I mean... I don't carry a gun. I'm no good in a fight, and I, you know, I, maybe I'm leaping to conclusions here, but looking at you, you don't really strike me as being the brawling type either. And if we find ourselves taken up there by rough men, it's not going to work out very well for us. I think we better buy as much time as we can before the others get back. Otherwise this ain't going to go well for us.
1: You make a compelling argument, uh, Herr Fish, and I think if it may be better that we make our moves now in the hope of a faster vehicle later... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...then rely on whatever they bring us, I see your logic. Remind me where the others went, I think I was in a fugue at the time.
2: Yeah, I think they were going to try to find out who was shooting at us.
1: Oh yeah, the shooting, (laughs) I remember... Oh, yeah, we should... uh, We are in terrible danger. Yeah. You know, I don't think we should trust anyone. Uh, Yeah, that's good thinking, Doc. Uh, You always were the smart one out of us. It's very suspicious that he was reluctant to show us his credentials. I myself am a very qualified doctor and would be happy to provide credentials to anyone who asked.
2: And even if they don't, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'd say reaching for my briefcase. (laughs) You see, you see, uh, not every doctor carries their diploma around, but I feel it necessary. Yeah. So, what's the plan? I don't know how much time we will be having.
2: The plan is to buy as much time as we can before the others get back. Whether this means hiding out somewhere, whether it just means sandbagging the sheriff and uh, the doctor until they get back. Yeah, let's play to our strengths here. We, what do you want to do?
1: Let's go for dinner. We will insist on going to wherever we serve the largest meal that this town can provide. Many, many courses. So, I am an aristocrat, yeah? We cannot go anywhere until I have digested.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's all I've got. I guess we don't have a car or any way of getting out of town. Yeah, actually, now you, you say, I guess being somewhere public with lots of witnesses, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. I guess. Do they serve food at the changeling? <laughs>
1: Yeah, they do. They do. Whitlock was had a plate of beans. do you know? <laughs> that's all you need. <laughs> we may be able to string them along as long as we need, because I think I have some emetics in my bag. Christ! Oh, good.
0: As to the state of their plumbing, that I will not vouch for. But yes, the changeling would be the place, unless you want to eat in the hotel. But perhaps that's a bit too. It's a bit too close to home.
2: Yeah, not enough witnesses. Okay, yeah, I guess we're going for beans.
1: Seven courses of beans. All different
0: colours. Each course, a different colour bean.
2: Seven courses of beans, and then we're going to sit in the same car together afterwards for an extended period of time.
0: And throw them up. That'll be nice on audio. So you head downstairs into the lobby of the hotel, and Juan Herrera is there, and he looks at you as you come down the stairs... And he says, is, is everything okay, gents? uh I saw the...
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. They're just sorting out a car for the Archduke here. So we're just going to go and get something to eat for the time being while they sort the car out. If anyone's looking for us, uh, we'll, we'll be around. And I'll start walking out.
0: Oh, okay, I uh, I guess, I guess. They're going to get a car for you. Okay. okay. And he looks down, back down at his book rapidly.
2: Right, let's get out of
0: here. I wouldn't investigate that any further. You emerge out into the street of Castro Negro, out into the Diaz Avenue, and head left towards the Changeling. Yeah. And as you get to the corner and about to cross the road, you see a couple of fairly rough-looking labourer types. There, they look strong and, and brawny, and wearing simple, fairly threadbare clothes and boots and hats and they they're standing in the corner and they're looking at you very intently as you cross the road and head towards the door of the changeling i'll give them a a sort
1: of aristocratic wave
2: and i will very quickly loop my arm through the doctor's arm and start hurrying him along towards the changeling
0: yeah, and as you enter the, the door of the changeling into the main area of the tavern, the public front room area where, where perhaps there is no alcohol served, you do notice that the two men have crossed the road and they're following you at a distance, oh. not too close, into the tavern.
1: Hmm.
0: Perhaps just just coincidence. Maybe they were hungry too. Yeah. Maybe they were hungry too. Yeah, and, and you sit down and... Thugs get hungry too. Yeah, yeah. Gilberto Diaz is there as before.
4: There's a brevel out back, and John will do you a toasty. Crack on, lads.
1: Do you have any pork sketchings? And Gilberto Diaz says to you,
0: Ah, the friends of Santiago Villalobos. <laughs>
1: uh... Yeah,
2: well, it's a little early in the day for a drink, but you, you do food here, right?
0: See? Sí, uh, uh. Yeah. We have beans. Ah. Uh. Maybe maybe uh, we, we can make, uh, make you some eggs as well. Yeah. Beans and eggs? Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Refried eggs? Maybe the lady can whip you up a, a quick tortilla or, or something.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, whatever takes longest to cook?
0: Oh, she has a very special way with her tortilla, so I, I will ask her to make you some... Mind you, not the Mexican tortilla. This is the Spanish tortilla.
1: Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Very good. Well, I tell you what, how about we have beans, then eggs, then beans and eggs, then tortilla beans and eggs, and then perhaps an omelette.
0: You understand the tortilla is an omelette, and that is made with the eggs, so you're getting a lot of eggs in that order there, Doctor.
1: I'm not too fussed about what order they come, as long as they come one after the other, With at least 15 minutes in between to digest? It is the European way, you understand? Oh, very well, very well. I think it was a Russian idea. (laughs) Courses. Well, make yourself comfortable. We'll we'll bring the food. Whatever it is, it has to be the opposite of buffet. All right?
2: You remember when I said it was too early in the day for drinks? I was
0: wrong. (laughs) Haha yes, of course, of course. I will bring out a a little bit of, you know, the... The good stuff, huh? The grey juice. What is he? The grey juice? (laughs) The grey juice? An aperitif. Your friend. Uh, Mr. Grey. He makes good stuff. (laughs) The patrons, they they like it very much. much. And coffee to end. Fantastic. Okay, please. Make yourself comfortable. Oh, more visitors. More patrons. As he turns to look at the two burly men who have come in and, and sat... On the opposite side of the room, both with their backs against the wall, so they're they're just staring at you basically as they sit
4: down. <laughs> oh, this is a fantastic scene in a film, isn't
1: it?
2: I'll wave to the bartender and say, "And a couple of drinks for our friends here too, hmm.
1: and some beans." And I say that as I'm trying to fish the emetics out of my doctor's bag in the hope that I'll be able to slip them some. Brilliant! And with that,
0: with that, we will end the session there with our our dear friends about to um well i don't know have a lot of beans and eggs but no (laughs) no thank you all thank you all that was that was wonderful as usual i'm desperate to see where this goes and we will return in the next episode so
2: no way good
0: so thank you all Thank you time again. And as usual, I wanted to thank all of our backers at all levels. We can't do the show without you. Well, we could, but it wouldn't be anywhere near as good because with your support and help, we can do all of the extra things that we want to do. I also want to thank all the players who I realized I haven't really been thanking in our thanks section. So thank you to all the players. I love you all dearly and I hope that we can continue doing Grizzly Peaks far, far into the future until we're old and grey and can't remember what happened in the last session. Actually, I think that kind of applies to me already. But for the rest of you, you'll get there soon. Don't worry. And if you do like our show, which I assume you are if you've listened all the way to the end, then do come and join the fun at patreon.com forward slash Grizzly Peaks. Look forward to seeing you there.